Welcome aboard. You're listening to Joe Public on the Public Record. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Conan for doing that tribute. That was cool. Like, uh, I sort of hope, um, should I meet an untimely demise, that there would be somebody who cared enough to do something like that for me, because that actually was really awesome. Um, way to go, man. So anyway, I'm Joe Public. Hope you stick around. Hope you listen. Um, hope got you know. I mean, it's not like you can go anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't. <laughs> uh, let's just have music, because music brings joy, man. Your love is fading. I feel it fading. Uh, your love is fading. I feel it fading. Uh, your love is fading. Woman, I feel it fading. Uh, woman, woman, you touch. Your touch has gone cold As if someone else controls your very soul I fooled myself long as I can Can feel the presence of another man It's there when you speak my name It's just not the same Ooh, babe, I'm losing you Just as a thought of 
You're not going to believe the name of that band. The band's called Tropical Fuckstorm. There you go. Now I've earned the podcast version of this show an explicit rating on iTunes. There. I did it. It's good to get that out of the way early on. You know, that's important. It's important stuff, right? Tropical Fuckstorm. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. Ah. <sighs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tropical fuckstorm. Yep. Staying alive. Before that, we heard Quincy Jones. The immortal Quincy Jones with Money Runner. And I started us off with Rare Earth's version of I Know I'm Losing You. Um, I think every... Okay, I have this feeling every version of that song is killer. There's always, like, these songs that... And like everybody knows, like uh, Jimi Hendrix's version of "All Along the Watchtower," far superior to the original version by Bob Dylan. Like, just they're not even close. I don't want to hear the Bob Dylan version. I don't want to hear it. But the Hendrix one is excellent. Um, and yeah, and then it, like there's there's tons of those covers out there, right? Well, I know I'm losing you. Every version is great. Every version of that song is great. It just may be a great song. I may have to talk my band into playing it. That's that's it. That's that's what's going to happen. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Nope. It is Tuesday night. In case you didn't know, because honestly, lots of people right now, their entire world is like every day is either Saturday or Monday. Basically, that's it. Saturday or Monday. We're we're living in the world of Saturday and Monday. That's it. That's what's happening. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Decidedly not awesome. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, okay, I had a theme like the last couple of weeks. I had a theme going on. I do not have a theme tonight, and I'm going to talk shit. Oh, there goes that explicit rating on iTunes again. I'm just going to talk talk shit. Talk shit. Oh, in the chat, Conan says, living at work. Yes. Yes, that is what we're doing. I'll get into that, though. Like, how, like Joe's tips, advice tips for how to break up the monotony of constant Zoom meetings. Film at 11. Um, yeah. But I'll get into that. No, but first, I gotta play this song. I got to play this song. Like, I, I have a burning need for it.
the impossibly high singing voice of Susie Quattro there with Can the Can. I love that song. I love Susie Quattro. I was one of those kids who like sat there and watched Happy Days and when Leather Tuscadero was on. Ah, I swooned. <laughs> Because of course I did. Dang it. It's Joe Public on the public record. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, let's see. Before Susie Quattro, we had Sweet Love is Like Oxygen. That's just an epic song. Like there's, there's a temptation deep in my heart to just play that song every time I have a show. So there you go. Uh, before that, Cheap Trick with Downed. Again, a song I just, I need to play. Like it, it pours out of me hmm the light pours out of me if i played that before i should play that anyway uh sniffing the tears started us off with driver's seat i played so i'll tell you a funny story i played that tune for somebody who's a couple years older than i am a friend of mine like i had some playlist going on we were driving somewhere we were hanging out or whatever and and i i had that song on and he was like who's this i went what do you mean, who's this? Like, this was a huge hit, man. What are you talking about? He's like, no, I'm, I've never heard this before. And I was I was dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. It, to me, it was like, wait, what's next? You're going to tell me you never heard Rich Girl or She's Gone by Hall & Oates? I mean, ah, come on, man. Uh, to be fair, to be fair. This particular individual probably was spending most of his time at the particular point in history where Driver's Seat came out, um, playing D&D, smoking weed, and listening to Rainbow. So there's that. There's that. Not there's anything wrong with any of those things. Just puts him in a different context of stuff. Of stuff, Right? Because it's all about stuff. Everything is stuff. Everything in the world is stuff. So now you know. Okay, going to play more music because... Well, okay. No, I'm going to talk. So I mentioned in the last break, um, like Conan had said, we're, we're just at work all the time now, right? So uh, how do you deal with that, right? Because... And, and I'll tell you, I'm, I have a unique position. I've been part-time working from home or like most time working from home for like four or five years now. And actually more than that, maybe like seven or eight years. Anyway, um, so I've always had to figure out how do you just stop? How do you stop working? And the the absolute key, folks, is you stop working. You, like, have a clock, and when the clock strikes, whatever, you're done. And you make it clear, you make the expectation known to all the folks you work with, I'm done. I am done. And if it's an emergency, absolutely call me. I'll get on it, whatever. But don't make up an emergency. Like, clearly do not do that to me, or I will hate you forever, and I might make a voodoo doll of you. Um, but 
there's that. But the other thing is, is like finding stuff to do around the house that uh, right now, because you can't go do anything else, is finding stuff to do around the house that is meaningful to you. So like today, when it was semi-quitting time for me work-wise, um, I ran off to the hardware store. I got a bunch of stuff. I replaced a faucet and a drain in one of our bathrooms. So there you go. And am I a great plumber? Should I leave my current career path and be a plumber? No, I absolutely should not do that. That was made abundantly clear. Uh, however, it's it, it was successful. I mean, we have a new faucet. We have a new drain. I even had to deal with like a really like ass-hattedly poorly installed pipe thing in the wall oh my god you know it's a great thing about buying a house that belonged to somebody else was they like they take care of stuff from the you know they take care of stuff the bad thing is, is you don't know like what dumbass thing the realtor said oh you got to do this before anybody will buy it and then the realtor hires the worst contractor on the planet to do bullshit horrible fucked up work and hey now i've really gotten the explicit thing on itunes <laughs> anyway so like the pipe into the wall just messed up i had to deal with that and to make it make it work i made it work so there you go that's what happened that's what happened i got i actually got a request hey did you know if you're on the chat you can actually on www.radionote.com if you're on the chat you can actually suggest a song and if i'm feeling charitable I might play it this is not a suggested song. This is what I had queued up already, but I will get to the suggestion. So, there you go.
drama, baby, leave me out Stop Private life, drama, baby, leave me out Stop Private life, drama, baby, leave me out
song off uh, Elvis Costello and the Attractions Get Happy album that you're going to get caught flat-footed. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need a cough button. Get on that, Conan. Conan, you need to get me a cough button. <laughs> as, as, as if the, the, our, our fearless leader who runs this station has the resources to make that happen. Uh, like, eh, I, I should get myself my own cough button. Oh, wait, he says he's making it a top priority in the chat. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Is it going to be a really big red button Conan that I can like, I can mash with my fist. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Oh yes, very big, very red. <laughs> Wait, that's what she said. But um, 
watching. Okay, now I've ruined it. Um, all right, Elvis Costello and the Interaction Senior Service from the Get Happy record. So why I said you can get caught flat-footed when you play stuff off that LP is, um, and remember back in the day, uh, Elvis Costello saying his objective with that record was to, um, like pack as many songs as he possibly could into a a vinyl, vinyl LP. So there's like, there's limitations in vinyl. I don't know if you know this, like beyond about 23 and a half minutes of runtime per side, you start having problems. You start having grooves that are too skinny. And if you have really, really like loud, um, heavy drums or anything like that, the record will skip. Um, if you're old like me, now, you know, and you didn't know that before. Now, you know why the records that you bought skipped all over the fricking place when you were a kid, they skipped over all over the place because the band tried to cram too much music into one side of a record and the, they mixed it with really loud drums or bass or whatever. And it just popped. It literally just hopped the dang needle right out of the groove. Um, if you don't pack so much music in there, um, also you get better audio fidelity and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so his goal with that record was like to see how many songs he could cram into each side of, of the LP. And so it's just, it's packed and I loved it for that reason. Loved it. Um, but you run the risk as a DJ, like a two minute song, you know, like you look at your phone for a second and you're screwed. Unlike the previous song I played, Pretenders, Private Life, which is like six and a half minutes long, still just has amazing guitar solos. Amazing solos. Amazing solos. They're just like tasteful, perfect, wonderful little bits of guitar-ness from James Honeyman Scott. Uh, Before that, by request, Talking Heads with Memories Can't Wait. Such a great record. And that song, like anybody says Talking Heads, I, they, I hear that song in my head immediately. That's just how it works. Like most people probably hear like Burning Down the House or um, Girlfriend is Better or something like that. Or maybe Psycho Killer. I hear Memories Can't Wait. So there you go. Uh, T-Rex started us off with Children of the Revolution, which I played consciously. Because while we're not revolutionizing right now, I'm actually pretty stoked. And I know there's probably somewhere out there, there's some some Bernie or Die folk who are not okay with the fact that Kamala Harris is Joe Biden's choice for vice president. Um, I am so freaking down with this i can't even stand it and is she perfect no she is not perfect but what she is is exactly who should be in that seat sorry period and it was funny it's like i knew like i i people telling me oh like all my my Trump supporting friends are jumping all over this one. I'm like, I didn't see any of that today. What I saw was a bunch of people from my side of the aisle who were vaguely dissatisfied. You know what? You guys need to suck it the shit up because the house is on fire. And when the house is on fire, you need to put the fire out, not 
talk about how you could have built a better house because the goddamn motherfucking house is on fire. And if you don't understand that, I can't help you. I absolutely, I can't, I can't even fucking help you. And you know, it's funny, like on my, my Facebook page, like if somebody's a Trump supporter and they say something nasty, so what? I don't care. Duh. You were going to say something nasty about whoever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's absolutely irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. What it's really, 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 really about folks is everybody who isn't a Trump supporter getting behind this ticket. And it's not like, oh, you can't have your perfect thing that you want, right? You, you're not getting the perfect thing that you want. But part of the problem in this country right now absolutely is that everybody is stupid about this whole thing of I have to have exactly what I want or I don't want anything. Because that is absolutely how you die. That's how you die. And I'm not exaggerating because at some point in the near future, we're going to have a vaccine for this virus that's absolutely fucking us in the ass without lube right now. We are going, there's the E on the iTunes. I'm just making sure it's there at this point, but we're going to have a vaccine and maybe it's not going to be hundred percent wonderful and perfect, but if it helps get the damn shot. Okay. And this this ticket, take your medicine, man. Take your damn medicine. And not only that, encourage other people to take the medicine. Because if you don't do it, the house burns down. And you're living in that house. You don't actually get to be out of the house, right? You don't get to go be next door while the house burns down. You get to be in the house while the house fucking burns to the ground. So there you go. I knew I was going to kind of say that. I knew it was going to happen. But I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah. Yay, Kamala. She can dance, too. I'm actually, I'm thrilled at the prospect. So I'm in my little fantasy world is uh, Grandpa Joe. You know, he wins. And uh, on Inauguration Day, he tells everybody during his uh, inauguration speech, um... That's it, folks. I'm too old to serve more than one term. Um, so she's it. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to serve for two years and then I'm going to resign and she's it. That's my little fantasy. That's what I think is... That would be awesome. Can you just, like, watch the Trumpies' heads explode? It'd be kind of fun. That might be a nice art project. Like, put a canvas behind them. Hang it in a museum. There we go. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Rant over more music. Hey, I heard this song. Like, this was on, this song just like randomly populated a shuffle on uh, one of the streaming services I subscribe to. And you know what? I actually love this song. It reminds me of being, uh, I think I was a sophomore in college when this came out. So there you go.
across the West Sea We didn't have much idea of the kind of climate waiting We used our hands for guidance Like the children of a preacher Like a dry tree seeking water Or a daughter Nice and sleazy Nice and sleazy does it Other than the fact that I'm old and my body hurts like all the frickin' time. And so I've gotten into a ritual in the last month or so where I get up in the morning, I make coffee, and I go get in the hot tub. And I sit there for as long as I can before I have to go to work. And it actually helps all of the owies go away. Strangler's songs are like a hot tub for me. They're like oral hot tub. Oral as in A-U-R-A-L. A-L. Oral hot tub. Yeah. For a ton of reasons. Uh, so that was The Stranglers. That's nice and sleazy. Um, by request from our imperious leader, Conan. I'm, I'm throwing out the imperial salute to you right now, my friend. Um, which is nothing like a fascist salute. It's a total Star Trek thing. So there you go. Not fascist at all. But anyway, so my entry into the world of punk rock came about through this totally crazy, uh, 
weird happenstance thing that happened. There was a TV station in the San Francisco Bay Area. It was TV 20, Channel 20. Um, Jim Gabbert. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know much about this dude. Jim Gabbert, like, bought a license to have a TV station and it was a UHF station, and if you're under 50, you have no idea what that means, but it was like anything over, like, I think channel 13 on your dial of your TV was ultra-high frequency or UHF. So channel 20, UHF station, and the dude had no programming. Like, he bought the crappiest syndicated garbage junk and and he didn't have enough money to broadcast 24 hours a day, so it was one of those stations that shut down at a certain point most nights. Um, and around like 1978, 79, he started broadcasting this stuff on Saturday nights that would rock my world. It was um, music videos. So lots of bands were making promotional videos. And the, I guess the reason behind this uh, mostly was that English bands would do it. And it was in the event that they were on tour and unavailable to appear on Top of the Pops on the BBC. So they would shoot a promotional video and that would get aired instead of them going on and lip syncing their song. So the Stranglers... British band, very popular, early punk rock band. Um, Stranglers shot a crap ton of promotional videos. And um, the way like TV20 worked was they, they, they just unfilteredly played everything, right? They just, just dumped it on your face. And so I'm a kid, I've got this little TV that my mom won in a raffle that's in my room and I turn on and they're playing music, right? And I'm like 11 years old, so I have no idea what's good and what's not good and whatever, right? So they play this block of songs from the Stranglers and they played this song called Five Minutes and Five... Oh, oh my God, for for decades that was like in my imagination that song was the most intense most powerful thing i had ever heard in my life and then right after five minutes they played duchess which has got the most incredible keyboard part and the most amazing bass part because jj burnell and dave greenfield and jet black they they, everybody in the stranglers was amazing and incredible and I walked into Universal Records in Berkeley, um, went to Berkeley on the 51 bus from Alameda up uh, College Avenue over to Bancroft, dropped us off at Bancroft and Telegraph. You walked around Telegraph Avenue and there was all these record shops and there was one record shop was Universal Records. They had all the import stuff, right? So, and, and also the record clerk with the like eight foot high green mohawk I'm sure it wasn't eight feet high, but I was 11. (laughs) It just looked to be eight feet high. Um, And I went there and I had money and I went there specifically to buy two things. I was going to buy 
a Stranglers album called The Raven, and I was going to buy Cheap Trick, Heaven Tonight. And when I brought my purchases up to the counter, that B-Mohawk dude looked at me like I was the craziest person he had ever seen in his life. He did not understand. What he, looked at, what he was looking at in front of him did not compute. In one hand, a Cheap Trick record. Power Pop. Bubble Gum, as far as he's concerned. In the other hand, Stranglers. Like, early punk rock pioneers. Tons of cred at that point. Um, his brain broke, and he like looked at me, and he holds out the Stranglers record and says, Are you sure you want this? And I said... If I have to choose between the two, I take that one. And he had this big smile on his face and just said, you're all right, kid. And I think he gave me a discount, even. Anyway. So there you go. That's my Stranglers thing. And, so, and that was song was by request from Conan um, for um, his buddy that, that he was doing the tribute to earlier tonight, which is awesome. Because that's what you do. You know, you respect the people that you meet that have an impression on you and 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 that are meaningful in your life, right? You gotta do you gotta pay tribute when you can, right? Right? Good people deserve a tribute. So before Stranglers, uh Joe Jackson with Sunday Papers, um, which I played because basically that's the sentiment of, you know what? If it's if 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 what you're reading in the news is just trash talking, just move on, move on, because that's cheap journalism. That's garbage journalism. They're just trying to get your eyeballs. They're not putting in the work. Ignore, move on, and that's there's going to be a ton of that on both sides. Uh, stick to the meat, right? That's what you need. Uh, the fix: less cities, more moving people, and the call everywhere I go. Started that us started us off on that set. Um, I'm gonna play more Stranglers because it was actually requested, and then I'm gonna play some other stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I got like mm, a little, little more than 35 minutes or so to go. Um, so thanks for tuning in. I'm Joe Public. It's Public Record playing some music. Here's some more Stranglers for you. Bring on the Nubiles. I want to love you like your dad And be your superman I show you things you've never had And hold your little hand Bring on the new eyes Bring on the new eyes I kiss your zone to the 
to my daddy on the telephone How long now? To the clouds on roll and you come the line But the shadows still remain since your descent, your descent
public on the public record that was xtc with making plans for nigel by request by request i like requests i actually like requests even when i was a college radio dj like i lived for requests because it was fun it was like go run to the stacks and see if you can find it and find the record and put it on um and finding the record that's like challenge number one get it on in time I love I lived for that college radio thing and I got like a request a year or something 
<laughs> Boo-hoo. Before that, Split Ends with I Got You. Skids with The Saints Are Coming. And uh, are coming. Uh, Stranglers, Bring on the New Biles. Um, by request as well. And, the, okay, so story time again. So I was talking about uh, Channel 20 in the Bay Area, KOFY, and um, Split Ends, I Got You, I first heard on their their like weekend video show, also Making Plans for Nigel. They played a string of XTC videos that blew my mind. However, however... <laughs> I was 11, and so I was utterly and easily confused. And Andy Partridge looked a lot like Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, and um, Colin, the bass player in XTC, looked a lot like Tom Peterson, and so I got confused, and I thought they were the same band. How embarrassing is that? I thought they were the same band. Even though they sound nothing alike. terrible oh and um my split end story so um the reason i played that song was a friend of mine um was like she shared the video of that song to her news feed this week and i or over the weekend and i saw it and i went oh you know what i have a story that goes with this song i went to see crowded house so for those of you who don't know like two of the dudes in a crowded house were also in split ends uh neil finn mainly but um the drummer in crowded house was also uh, a late member of split ends and um so crowded house like they put out their first lp and um they really weren't sure about what was going to happen with it and so they went out on the road and kind of the reason, one of the reasons that record did so incredibly well was because they relentlessly toured under it. Um, so they put the record out and immediately went on tour and their first tour was to like these little shitty clubs. And one of the little shitty clubs they played in was the Berkeley square. And I went and there were maybe like 40, 50 people at that show. And at some point late the night, Neil Finn says, Hey, we, uh, we don't have that many songs, so we're going to play some split ends tunes, but I need some help on this one. Anybody know how to play? I got you on the guitar. And I raised my hand and he motioned me up onto the stage and I hopped up on stage and I played, I got you with the crowded house. And it was amazing. And I almost peed myself during the entire song. Um, but also the like really cool thing was the next time they came back to Berkeley, they played the Greek theater and sold it out, which was unbelievable. And it was amazing and so cool. And, um, yeah. And even though like people think like they're just, they're just like, they, they got oversaturated and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't care. They were cool. That's actually the way it was. Um, So I've got limited time left, and I wanted to read something related to um, what I was talking about earlier about Kamala Harris being the vice presidential selection by Joe Biden. And this is from Dan Rather. Um, And yeah, Dan Rather is an old white guy, but Dan Rather is a really, like, hip, 
to the shit, old white guy. And here's what he said. For most of my life, candidates on major party presidential tickets tended to look like and had similar backgrounds to Joe Biden. It was so unremarkable that it was hard to imagine anything different. No one looked like or had the background of Kamala Harris, not by a long shot. That may go without saying, but it deserves to be said, boy does it ever. Ours is a representative government, but for too long in America, our leadership wasn't representative of the people as a whole, not in gender or race. But here's the thing about representation. Once walls of the status quo are broken, the imagination of the electorate changes. Let's take the Senate. It is still, in many ways, an old boys club, and one that has about as much racial racial diversity as a mid-20th century country club. But there was a time, not that long ago, when that was essentially all that it was. In recent years, that has changed considerably, and now the idea of a woman senator from either party seems a natural state of affairs. We sadly have further to go with black senators. That is not to say that women still don't face many, many more hurdles than men. They do. But with each woman elected to office, as with governors, mayors, and state representatives, the idea of a typical political leader begins to change, and it's easier for those who follow. So representation matters, and it's not just politics. In occupations from the military to first responders to astronauts to athletes to scientists to all the other places in society that were once almost always the exclusive domain of men, and often white men, the breaking of barriers redefines what society in all its diversity thinks is possible. There will be challenges for reporters covering this campaign, and there should be. Kamala Harris deserves to be vetted, and she expects this. But as we saw in 2016, what some might call vetting can also be shameful exercises in false equivalents shaped by centuries of bias and systemic impediments to women and ethnic minorities, no matter the talents they possess. Pioneers are judged and judged harshly. They are judged on scales weighted against people that look like them. It's perfectly acceptable for a reporter to explore how Senator Harris may help turn out the vote or inspire her political opposition, but that has to be framed alongside the injustices of American society. Electability is really a standard for judging the American people and not her. Her record in office can be scrutinized. But wondering whether she is, quote, qualified, unquote, is really a far from subtle code word for race and gender. How she speaks, looks, the tone of her voice, we can't ignore that these things will enter the political discourse. But they are all subjective qualities that are shaped by what our society and history books have taught us a president or vice president is supposed to look like and sound like. It is time these norms are shattered. As any scientist will tell you, human beings are by our basic nature biased creatures. Biases, especially when they are subconscious, help make sense of a complicated world. What do we fear? What do we understand? What challenges our sense of comfort? But bias leads us astray. Biases close us to new opportunities. But often, if we let ourselves we can break down these biases. We can see the world through new eyes. Kamala Harris does that. She is a vote for the America of today. Her story is every bit that of the American dream as the tales we look back at from a century ago with sepia-toned nostalgia. Many of those people were also the children of immigrants, 
different in language, ethnicity, and religion from what privileged America thought the country should be. They were also judged harshly. That Senator Harris is a representative for black America makes this moment all the more poignant. Her path, though it has... Though an historically black university is a path that echoes the founding injustices of this nation and the long and winding path of hope. This campaign is far from over. The choice of vice presidential candidate rarely moves needles much. But whatever happens, American politics represents more of America tonight. Yeah, I can't say it better. Absolutely cannot say it better. So folks... The house is on fire. We need to put the fire out. Not worry about how we could have better built the house. Put the fire out. And with that, I'm going to delve into more music. Maybe I'll be back on mic, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. This is Marianne Faithful.
country up The father's father's father tried He raced the parts he didn't like Let's try to fill it in Bank the quarry, river swim We need skin in you and me
I am going to go on mic one last time before I head out tonight. Thank you, everybody who has tuned in, who's listening on on Outcast, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, because uh, you can do that with this. Um, but especially the folks who joined me live tonight. I, I really appreciate it. And I want to say emphatically once again... The house is on fire, folks. Let's not throw too much feces at uh, Joe, Grandpa Joe. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like let you go, let you all in on my perspective. I think our country is really messed up right now. Things are really bad, and I honestly think like steady-handed Grandpa Joe is exactly what we need. It's exactly what we need. It's it's not radical change, and maybe we need some of that too, but I don't know. Somebody who doesn't need all of the attention focused on him all the time could be a really great thing. Just could be a really great thing. Anyway, I'm going to leave y'all with uh, a really fun little pop song. Um, it's the only ones... I'll see you next week.